Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Tuesday, May 29th, 2018, and we got some good news about that bomb threat that shut down opening night at the Stratford Festival. Yeah, so uh, as you just said, the whole night was uh, shut down. It was going to be their big opener to 2018. And around 6.45, police got a note uh, and a warning that there was a bomb at the festival grounds. And so they uh, had to evacuate the different theaters, the Avon Theater, the Stratford Theater, and... Even as early as very early this morning, they still had not said whether or not they found any explosive devices. They did say at one point that the scene had been cleared so they can resume activities. So everything's going to go as planned today. And then a little earlier this morning, they did finally release the fact that no bombs had been found. That's good news, I guess, huh? Yeah. I mean, it stinks that everyone had their night ruined last night. And you look at the pictures, everyone's in their their tuxedos and their ball gowns. And a bomb threat was called in. It to me, it, it seemed like a, a Batman comic. It's something the Joker would do. <laughs> I've put a bomb in the theater, Batman. <laughs> Can you find it in time? <laughs> Where are you, bats? <laughs> All of the city's politicians are in one theater. <laughs> but no bomb. No bomb, and, well, the only bomb might be on stage at this point. Could have been the director that called in that threat. He wasn't confident. (laughs) We are not ready. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that uh, nobody was hurt there, and hopefully they can track down. I'd love to hear the motivation as to somebody uh, calling in a bomb threat at the Stratford Festival. Is it an actor who didn't get a part? Hmm. Is it uh, Justin Bieber? Just because he's not taken as seriously as Shakespeare is. <laughs> he did used to uh, swat people in L.A., so maybe he's moved uh, back to Stratford. And we had a big result for the Vegas Golden Knights in the first game of the Stanley Cup Finals last night. Yeah, for the first time in 104 years, there were four lead changes in a Stanley Cup Final game, which is kind of crazy. You've been around for over 100 years, and this is the first time it's happened. So, of course, it happens with the Vegas Golden Knights, who seem to be doing everything for the first time. And they have the early lead. 6-4 was the final score. Kind of a sloppy game, but a really exciting game. And if... The rest of the series is like that, then it's going to be a really fun series. Hopefully it's not a complete sweep for Vegas because they just don't seem to lose. I'd love to see a sweep. And uh, you can give me my money now since I picked them to win in the office pool. (sighs) Everyone hates it. I know you. Because you're the most vocal about it. You know, you'll oh, chill, you'll run you your mouth. If you were in first, you'd be loving the attention. I don't know. I I, I, I get this laugh from Taz every time he's in the lead. <laughs> I've hidden a bomb in the office <laughs> pool. <laughs> Where are you, Batman? <laughs> I didn't realize $150 was on the line. Yeah, man. It got up to $150. Bucks. Well, in the second place, uh, gets uh, $40. $20. Yeah, $20. $20. So maybe try a little harder next year, Dev. (laughs) Coming up on the 96 take, we are going to talk about the Me Too movement and the accusations against Morgan Freeman. Also, there's some scam artists trying to get at your money. We will warn you about some scams in the area, and we will fight back against one of the scam artists with a prank call. The Tash Show Podcast. And if there's one thing we hate around here... It's scam artists. 
Taz Show always trying to fight back against scams. And there's a few we want to warn you about. Jim, you got a text message from a friend? Yeah, in Stratford recently, the scammers in the area were able to reroute their number so it looked like the Stratford police were actually phoning you. Um, so it happened to a, a, a buddy of mine's co-worker, and this is quickly the text with the story on it. He was 45 minutes late coming back from a break. So I went to find him. He was running across the street while on the phone, wasn't answering any of my calls. So I went after him. He was told by the guy on the phone that he had to get money out and take it somewhere or else he'd be arrested. I got a hold of his parents and they met me at the bank. Those jerks really got him, man. If I didn't go find him, I'm scared of what he was going to do. He was meant gone. I use free because the it popped up on his phone like the phone number on on the phone said it was the police department calling. Yes, yeah, somehow I don't know how you're able to do that, but that was the case and you know, they just mentally psychologically got yeah, to got him, him and he was he was panicked. Dev, another scam people should be aware of. Yeah, so uh, Elgin County, Elgin uh, police have uh, issued a release about a uh, sextortion scam that they are investigating right now. So what happens is... A sextortionist. A sextortionist. Isn't that somebody who's just really bendy? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? This guy probably wishes that was the extent of it. So what happens is a a male victim accepts an unsolicited friend request via Facebook or WeChat. A woman then asks the guy to video chat with her. Online sexual activity happens. The video is recorded. And then the perpetrators demand money or they will send the video to the guy's social media contacts. So in this case, he was asked for, he did this, he was asked for $7,500. Holy cow. Who has that kind of money kicking around to get sextortionized? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> oh, that would stink. Yeah. You get so he obviously was doing something in the video that would have been pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I mean they they describe it only as online sexual activity. So if something's too good to be true, man, that's what you have to ask yourself. Like, is this woman a woman that would usually be engaging with me Yeah. in in sexual activity? If the answer is no, then maybe meet her in person first and uh, vet, vet that other person. You know, kind of feel them out a little <laughs> bit, figuratively, before you go for it literally. Think about doing it, pause, and then do it if you want to, but I mean... If it makes sense. Risk. If it makes mm-hmm. sense. Just don't just do it as a whim. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to create a fake Facebook profile, and I'm going to find a video of a guy who's really well hung online, and I'm going to send it to all my contacts, and be like, and then I'm going to go back on my normal Facebook profile and be like, oh, guys, I got scammed. If you see a <laughs> video, the video, whatever you do, do not open it's that video. It's super embarrassing. It was a cold day. <laughs> Oh, it's it's really please guys don't look at the video. It's my great shame. It's me. I mean is is uh is twelve inches big? I don't know. <laughs> Not in my world. No. And then like a week later, oh it happened again, guys. And this time it's just me flexing my abs. Sorry. <laughs> Don't open the. Do not open the video. Oh, those sex tortionists. <laughs> My parents raised me better than this. They got me again. Okay. Oh, so- now it's just my butt cracking a walnut. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I do this? Uh. <laughs> There's one more scam we want to let you know about here. 
I was on the computer the other day. I was on a website. It was to convert an MP4 file to an MP3. And this warning popped up on the computer. It was like this red flashing alert with audio. Windows warning alert malicious pornographic spyware is square detected. Your computer has alerted us that it has been infected with a pornographic spyware and risk where the following information is being stolen. Financial data, Facebook logins, credit card details, email account logins, photos stored on this computer. You must contact us immediately so that our expert engineers can walk you through through the removal process over the phone to protect your identity. Uh-oh, my computer's got malicious pornographic uh, viruses on it now. <laughs> and that kept going. So imagine you're sitting at your desk and that started going off and there were people around. <laughs> pornographic virus on your computer. You'd freak out and you'd call the number that popped up on the screen and there's a chance you might consider giving them money. I knew it was a scam. I called the number anyways. Welcome to board. This is Kevin here. How many are today? Hello, I'm calling. There's some malicious pornographic spyware on my computer. Okay, sir. So yeah, there is a message on your screen. Yes. That says malicious software found on computer. No. Malicious pornographic. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's malicious pornographic software found. Yes, it's porno- right. pornographic. One thing like, uh, okay, and what you were uh, what you were trying to do when you got this alert? I was trying to look at pornography. So uh, you were trying to look at pornography. Is that correct? Yes, some dirty pornography. Hey, on dirty pornography. All right. <laughs> Very dirty pornography. Can you help me with one? All right, so not an issue, okay? So, can you help me with one thing? Like, is this the first time you're seeing this kind of error onto the computer? Yes. Usually, I just type in the pornography and it comes up on the computer, but this time, this message appeared. All right. And it's we're running Windows 7, 8, or 10? Yes. Which windows it is running? Seven, eight, or ten? The the one with the naked people on it. Pornography. <laughs> Sir, what I can do best for you is I can just register a support session for you. Okay. Maybe there will be a warning alert from Windows Defender that there might be some viruses found which are directly coming from your pornographic history. How can I get a virus if it's my so, if I'm by myself looking at pornography? No one else is involved. I can't catch a virus from that. Yes, sir. That's not true. The truth is that whenever we are onto a pornographic website or any kind of unsecure website, there is one thing that is advertisements, okay? Sir, maybe the virus can block your computer and hold your hard disk, okay? Will it hurt my penis? <laughs> no, no, sir. Uh, it's not like that. It's going to make the damage onto the network. And your computer. I need some cream. (laughs) Sir, you don't need some cream for the virus. Uh, What I am telling you that we will connect your computer to the server in order to check the problem and fix it for you. It's as simple as that. Okay, and then I can look at pornography again. Yes, sir. Okay, do it. (laughs) All right, sir. 
Okay, so press and hold down the four square Windows key and hit the letter R at the same time. Okay, hold on. I'm going to put my pants back on before I do this, okay? All right. Sir. <laughs> okay, hold on, please. Hello? Yes, sir, I'm here. I'm pressing and holding the button you told me about. Sir, uh, let me tell you one thing, okay? As uh, you are not behaving properly, so what I need to tell you is that uh, there will be a charge to fix the problem, all right? Like right now, I'm not uh, sure about the problem, so if there will be a problem, okay, depending on the problem, there is going to be a charge, okay? Okay, so how much? If you want to, like, continue, you can tell me. Like, sir, I don't know the exact charge. Uh, maybe it will be uh, 49 or 99. Okay. Can I give you my credit card? Yes, sir, please. If you can, then uh, firstly, we will just go for the payments. Are you crazy? I'm not giving my credit card information out over the phone. Sir, I didn't told you there will be a payment gateway opened up on your screen on which you have to make the payment. It's not like that. You have to provide me with the card details on the phone. I'm going to go back to so watching much, my uh, pornography on VHS. This is ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so not an issue. I'm really sorry. Thank you for calling support. Bye. Hey! Oh, jeez. But he sounded pretty official. <laughs> like... <laughs> You know, if I was a 70-year-old person, I... Would you know With the their difference? pants around their ankles? <laughs> you might fall for it, right? <laughs> it's a scam. The Taz Show Podcast. Taz, Jim, and Devin Peacock. I'm a little paranoid having three guys talking about the Me Too movement. <laughs> Makes me a little bit nervous, man. So we got to uh, go to the phones, talk to some ladies. Ashley is here with us. Hi, Ashley. Hi. That's actually one of the reasons I called in. I was like, wait a minute, there's three... Guys, sitting here talking about this, I better call in. Thank you. We appreciate it. So Morgan Freeman has been accused, and we all agree that he made uh, comments that were inappropriate in what is considered the workplace to uh, female yeah. uh, reporters. And yeah. uh, Jim brought up the point, well, women have made similar comments to him uh, in, right. during his career. And he didn't think about going to HR, and he wonders if he did go to HR, whether or not they'd be taken seriously. Well, I don't know. They might be taken definitely more seriously now um, with all of the equality um, that we're talking about. But I was just saying that I feel like the reason why women, maybe it's not as abrasive or offensive when, the, when women make those comments, even if you do know somebody really well when a man says it for some reason it's still very different than when a woman woman does and i think it's just because of the past like everything that women have had to go through up to this point is so different and far removed from the man's experience and men have been so powerful and so dominant and have been using that um over the last however many years to kind of get where they are. That's just the way it was. And now because it, there's so much more equality um, that I just think that it's just not, it doesn't have the same impact because women are normally um, or in the past haven't used that to get ahead in life or to press, to suppress, you know, the other sex. So are you, are you saying it's kind of like uh, the racism thing, like where white people can't say the N word, but if black people say the N word, it's accepted. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's a little, 
those are kind of two different extremes, but I just feel like black men, they have had to fight for so much in the past. Um, so then leading up to in today's world, if a situation happened, it might be looked at a little bit differently. Um, when like a white man does it, it's so much more offensive because they yeah. haven't had to fight to get to where they are today. And I think that that's just why, like, so say Jim, for example, if he hasn't Uh-oh. been, yeah, <laughs> just in that couch situation that you guys were talking about, if he hasn't lived his whole life feeling like he had to fight extra hard because he's a man where women have, and then when they're treated that way or spoken to that way, it knocks you back down to where you were. Sure, right. but if we, if we want a true equality, though, like if that's the end goal, shouldn't What's good for the goose be good for the gander. If you if nobody if the guys aren't allowed to make sexual comments, then the women aren't allowed to make oh, sexual comments, and that's I it. I agree. I agree 100%. Nobody should be making those comments regardless, but I just think the reason why you might not get as offended when a woman does it is because you haven't had the experience leading up to that. Yeah. Like well, Jim was the opposite of offended. He kind of took it yeah. as a compliment. Right? Yeah. And I think depending on the man saying it, to, oh, I don't even know. I'm going to not even say it. Jim made the comment off the air. He said, you notice Morgan Freeman's another old, unattractive man who's getting accused of this. How many good-looking young hunks have been called yeah. out in the Me Too movement? Yeah, there's an old stereotype at work, like the ugly guy in the office gets rejected by all the women if he tries to make even a slight play at them. But the hunk at work, the women are laughing and stuff like that. It seems to be the way it is in Hollywood. Yeah. There hasn't been that many attractive young guys. Like, are you telling me Drake doesn't doesn't hit on women during interviews or Chris Pratt doesn't, but they seem yeah. to be young. And I bet but that's flirting. That's whereas like if innocent, Morgan Freeman doesn't, it does it's it. It's inappropriate. Unwanted. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point though. It's good. It's like, it doesn't mean that that's still right in any way, shape or form, but it's still, it's just still interesting to hear about all the different sides of it like that, because it's true. I feel like a lot of women, um, if they're being talked to in a respectful manner um, and they're good looking and they feel like it, um, like oh, it could go somewhere. I, Why I does it matter if they're good looking? I know this is, it's a pretty complex I, subject. It is complex. But what I was no, going to say was if they're, if they, if they feel more confident in themselves and they're getting talked to in a respectful way, but still flirting, I think it's, it, it's more still like a boost, but like a confidence booster. And I think men... Yeah, but Morgan they, Freeman said he was trying to compliment the women, and they took it. If Chris Pratt said something to you, if you were pregnant, he said, boy, I wish I was there at the time of conception, would you be offended by that, or would you take it as a compliment? I would be offended by that, absolutely. Okay. And, uh, like, to tell you the truth, too, I've had it, I've been in situations where I've actually been attracted to a guy before if you're out or what and you you know you kind of connect and they start talking to you and they open their mouth and if they're super rude or disrespectful i'm automatically like completely turned Turned off off, shut down like that's gross and automatically they become just like not attractive at all anymore you gotta read Uh, the room right just like in comedy jim you gotta read the room and play to the crowd yeah I'm not creeping out there. Don't look at me in this. This this Uh, conversation has really painted you as a creep, Jim. How dare you? How dare you? One more question before I go. Yes, Ashley. Jim Kelly, Kelly, I emailed you not that long ago about my my sister who's a total 
smoke show, and I think you two would be perfect. Oh, now you're so trying to hook Jim yeah. up with your sister? And is this not sexual this harassment? This is sexual harassment, Ashley. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Completely you know, inappropriate. But you know what's funny about that is I honestly have not, I don't even know what you guys look like. Not good. Don't, Why don't you want no. Devin Peacock to date your sister? He's <laughs> not good looking or young enough for her? Not at all. It's <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it's not I'm a gargoyle. Hearing Jim Kelly over the radio, he just reminds me so like it. They would. You think they'd be a good match? A perfect fit. I think. It's okay, hilarious. we'll look into it. Yeah. Ashley, thanks for calling and breaking up the sausage so party this morning. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks so much, Dad. All right, bye. The Taz Show podcast.